This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Why'd you have to go and make your song titles complicated? <laughs> Are we talking Blue Dabadee or the one that was sung by Leanne Rhymes? So confusing. Is it magic or magic or changes or changes or heaven or heaven? Oh, geez. Honestly, just promise me we're not gonna get in a fight. No, no, no. I promise nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, good job, Zach. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Good to go. Thank good you. to say you can give a preview of some songs to come. Oh. Yes, yeah. yes. Welcome to Bakers I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Bruce Willis tribute show. Yeah. Uh, kind of unusual. I don't think we've ever done that before of like a specific actor. Still we? living? No, we've done directors as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So, it felt right. Kind of felt like his I, career. I ended. feel like we convinced everyone that Bruce Willis movies are good. I think that there was a lot of nostalgia that came from the episode. Yeah. And, well, there was some comments from uh, Valerie Loveless Ilguth who says, I think this episode could have had a part two in a, in a couple years. Like, really? Like, like another Bruce Willis episode? Because there are so many movies uh, you didn't talk about. I have to say that I recently watched Death Becomes Her for the first time and Bruce Willis disappears in the role. He does. Love it. I knew he was in the movie and kept wondering when his character was going to show up. It's probably 10 or 15 minutes in before he realized he was there the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then I have another comment from Zachary Western. <laughs> wait, wa- wait, 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 wait. You, oh, you weren't on the show. Oh, I was not. And so Zachary Western wanted to say, thank you for being on the show, Emily. I very much appreciated yeah, it. Thanks, yeah, thanks, Emily. Yes. Say the thing you said in the Pagan bit that she's not going to hear. Oh, what was I going to say? You're not oh, discount oh, Zach. Oh, Emily, you're not discount Zach. You're tier one premium Emily because you have been involved with Make It Sale longer than I have. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, you talked about that in the Pagan bit, and we actually have released that Pagan bit for everyone. Yep. If you go to patreon.com slash Bacon Cell, you can listen to what a Pagan bit is like and get a feel for the, the madness that occurs when we're not uh, having Kent edit our ums and ahs and mouth yeah. noises. Oh, it's, it's 45 minutes of mouth noises, actually. It went True. long this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it included when I mean, Kent told a story about almost dying while doing karaoke. Yeah. We also, uh, Kent reviewed... Uh, Fantastic Beast. Yes, that's the name of it. <laughs> you don't even care? Uh, he's so far beyond that. And everything every once. We reviewed a couple yes. news there and we talked about what we were watching. Yeah. Yeah, so... Give it a listen. Go to Patreon.com. You can hear what it's like for patrons. Speaking of patrons, we do have a new patron, and this patron has joined the Bacon Council. Bacon Council. This is a big deal. Yes. We'd like to welcome Pants. 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 P-A-N-T-S. Pants? Yeah, Pants. Just Pants now. Just Pants. Pants. That's all we need, but Pants, (laughs) sorry, it's a good thing we have pop filters, has joined the Bacon Council. It's so fun. Yeah. So thank you, Pants. We appreciate your support. Yeah, that's great. You join us twice a year and, uh, you know, get to uh, get we, We've this got our well. se- secret messenger chats. Secret messenger secret, chats. Secret, secret, secret. Yes. Uh, speaking of secrets that aren't so secret, <laughs> the Bacon Cell pre-quiz is live. If you go to our social media pages, you can see the pre-quiz. What's the pre-quiz, you ask? We are getting ready for our anniversary show, and we need to see who's going to be the contestants to see, to see who's going to be the new listener. Yep. And so if you go to our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, actually our Instagram bio, uh, you'll see the pre-quiz there. Take the pre-quiz. Don't Google anything because we want to get your memory. Yeah. Let's lay it out clearly. If you Google the answers and get it all right and come on the show, you're going to get smoked in the quiz, y'all. Absolutely. We don't want anyone to have a bad time coming on the show. We want everyone to have a fair chance to to win. We will mock you. (laughs) <laughs> and and uh, as of the airing of this episode, you have about, well, three more days, technically, yes. yeah. until the, the quiz is going to close. So get on there and take the pre-quiz, and you could join us in person and record an episode of Bacon Cell and enjoy your time with us. We right. Hope. Can't but wait to see you. That's not what we're talking about today. 
What are we talking about today, Zach? We are having the return, which I believe for the third time? Second time. Well, so, well second, second music one. song one. Second yes. song one, third time we're doing this. We're having Twinner Winner Twinner today. Twinner Winner. Winner. Yeah, because we did a movie one first. We did the movie one. This yeah. was an all-star show last year. It's, it's, it's a, uh, it was a tier one episode of Bacon Sales. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so you know, sequels are always better than the original. Oh, well, <laughs> bigger <we're>, budget. <laughs> we're going to be taking uh, like-titled songs and matching them up against each other. Now, these are not covers, meaning we're not going to do like, oh, so-and-so did it, and so-and-so covered right. it. But we should. These, uh, we talked Eventually, about that for our yes. winner. But this is, these are two hit songs. Like These are also aren't obscure songs that Kent found at the <laughs> last track of his vinyl record in his basement <laughs> that happened to have the same title as a hit. We chose songs it's that... It's Stevens. Char- oh. yes, these are charting hits that have the same title, and we're going to put them against each other in a little mini match. Yeah, so this won't be bracket winners. There's one winner for each matchup, and that's yeah. it. We'll leave it there. But, and the way we explained it last time, even though Kent tried to change the rules. Kent tried, yeah. Wait, what were the rules uh, that the, I tried to change? The rule is when you talk to your smart device, your your Amazon Echo or your your Google, okay, Google thing. I can't think of the word right now. Google Home. Everyone's device Google just Home. went up, yes, by yeah. the way. Yes. Uh, when you Nest talk to Home. it and you say, oh, play this song. Like you, you throw, throw it, like we say, throw a title out. Play Slytherin Rocks, <laughs> and then it chooses which version of Slytherin Rocks is going to be the Enya's version is my favorite. Oh, by the way, amazingly, yes. I said yes. like you're wearing your Slytherin yeah. shirt right now, Ken. <laughs> we want to know what the default should be, not what your favorite version is. No, and what that Kent tried to do it. last time was erase one from existence. Yeah, he wanted to erase it from existence. Like only one of these, everything else goes away. That's We're, kind of but, fun, though, listener. Keep an eye Slytherin. on social media because last time we did this, Joel put in his stories him talking to Alexa, and I really hope he does it again. We'll have to see. Yeah. It was it worked out pretty well. Wait, so the rules are most notable song or no, no. what we prefer the most? Well, it's gonna be the default when you say What do we want the default to oh, be? Oh, what do we want the default yes. to be? If okay, we okay. say digital assistant, play Listen, hello. Just say it. What version Alexa, is gonna be? Play hello. No. If I can't put my opinion into the show, then I don't want any part of it. So it wouldn't be big to sell if you did. We are deciding <laughs> which one is gonna be played by the artificial intelligence. Uh, Zach, Let's you're the tiebreaker. Uh, oh, what? Yes. yes. Well I, this never goes well. We'll get oh, to that. No. We'll get to a triple play. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. For now, it is like we will both vote, and then best moves, the best of three moves on. Great. Yeah. So most of our matchups are two songs going against each other, but there are a couple that are three songs going. We against call each them other. triple twins. Triple. T- <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> Tri- we triplets. Try corner. Triple, triple play. Yes. We don't know what we call them. But we have so many fun musics. We hope you're playing along. We do have a Spotify playlist as well. If you go to bakeitsell.com, you can see the Spotify playlist there and listen to all these and songs in there. And family track. friendly when some of these songs aren't. <laughs> most of these songs, I was going to say, I got most of the songs. There was a couple I didn't, so you get like a weird cover version or karaoke yeah. version because I couldn't find the clean one. So, Sorry about that. Yeah. But Spotify, or go to bakeitsell.com, you see the Spotify playlist. Zach, what's our first matchup? All right. Our first matchup features the song Good Vibrations. First, by the Beach Boys. Oh, that's a good sound. Good 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 oh, thank you. Good vibrations. You're going to cut off quick, guys. Oh, oh, I, cut, oh. I, I cut him off quick. This is self-limiting. We need to move forward. Versus, Wait, we can't sing a lot on this show. We can, but we have a we have a lot. To, we have twenty-two of these. All right, Get all right, all right. Two, two. Oh. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, versus good vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, 
I feel like I have to cut myself off now, Joel. You do, because we need to move on. Uh, so, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys came out in 1966. Uh, Mark and Mark Funky Bunch's version comes out and came out in 1991. Both of them peaked at number one of the Billboard Hot 100. Can we stop talking about Good Vibrations after this? Can we oh stop gosh. talking about Beach Boys? <sighs> we yeah. talked about it so much, and it, it shows what a powerful song But can we is. retire the jersey real quick? It's going Vibrations? into the, the yeah, rafters of the Yeah, let's cave. retire it, please. Here's the thing, though. Only one of these songs I have done a lip sync battle to, and it ain't the Beach Boys. Just <laughs> saying. I've, you remember when lip sync battling was a thing? I did yes. a competition at work, and me and a buddy did Good Vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, and my piece of it was the female part. <laughs> and my, Could you please give us an example? Good Oh, oh, By the oh. way, that is a sample. She's, I thought she was just a singer on, like, with them. With, yeah, she's not the, part of the Funky Bunch. She might have been part of the Funky she's Bunch. She's removed. But no, she is, is actually uh, Lolata. I can't, I can't say that. L-O-L-E-A-T-T-A. Uh-huh. Lolata. Holloway. And her song is Love Sensation. I listen to Love Sensation not as good as uh, Good Vibrations. Why is it such a good song? I don't know. Uh, well, maybe it's because of lyrics. Because you have lyrics such as, Donnie D's on the backup, drug free, so put the crack up. No need for crack speed. Up. I'm anti D R U G G I E. My body is healthy. My rhymes make me wealthy. And the Funky Bunch helps me to bring you a show with no intoxication. So come on, feel the vibration. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying Good Vibrations was a theme song for Dare? Because <laughs> it kind of feels really straight edge. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a natural that. high right now. <laughs> It's like you're drinking canned uh, water. I'm going to take my shirt off and box. <laughs> did you know that the box... So he did... Tra- Marky Mark did some training for this video. With the music video, yeah. And Is the, that where they found his third nipple? What? Just say go What? On. He has three. So he actually had some boxing training, and the, the guy that trained him, was his name was Mickey Ward, who he later played in the movie The Fighter. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Isn't that connection. a cool what? little turnaround? Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Beach Boys version of Good Vibrations. We talked a lot about it. Insert episode 258, Cruising with the Beach Boys here. Or episode 343, the Song of Songs tournament here. Yes. We like this We song. talk about it a lot. We do. And we talk about it a lot. And we've Great talked harmless. about this enough. Beach Boys wins, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Even though I love the other one. In fact, when I think of Good Vibrations, I actually think of the Marky Mark one. But do you really? It's not as good. It's the, I love both songs. I really do. But I think if we're talking default version, it's got to be the Beach Boys. It should be. Yeah. Beach Boys wins. I'm picking up Now we have our blue matchup featuring Eiffel 65. Everybody had alternate lyrics to this one. I always yeah. heard I'm a guy and I'm in need. It's not I'm, I'm in need, need of, a guy. of a guy. If I were green, I would die. Like there's all sorts of things. We have another song here. Versus Blue by Leanne Rhymes. You're welcome. Nope, we're done. I'm cutting up the song now. (laughs) You ruined it. Uh, What what year did these songs come out? Blue came out in 1998. Yeah. That's the other blue. And then blue Daba D. Blue Daba D. We're kind of cheating here because there is a parenthetical of Daba D. (laughs) See, it's Daba D. Daba D. Yeah, not I'm in need. (laughs) And then Leanne Rhymes' song Blue came out in 1996. 96. Blue. I keep doing that. Eiffel 65's uh, Blue. Peaked at number six. Leanne Rhymes peaked at number 26. But Blue Daba D peaked number one in what, 18 countries? 
This is Euro yeah, trash no, no. at its finest. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? I have a Absolutely. blue house with a blue window. No, blue window. But it was nominated for a Grammy Award. <laughs> but Leanne Rhymes, she was, what, 13 when she... This I, is a cover song, by the way. Yeah, it's originally recorded in 1958 by a guy named Bill Mack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a country music singer. And then she actually first recorded when she was 11 for like a... Uh, kind of not on a big album, but like her own album, right? Self-produced, I think, or something like that. But then when this one came out, she was 13 years old. That voice that you just Holy heard, cow, really? That amazing voice was. Well, was she on old. Star Search or something, or were her parents just like stage parents? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't had say for Leanne Rand- Leanne Rhymes. No, never. No, <laughs> what's ever happening? I had such a crush on her. And Why? I, so she did a. She's concert. like a frumpy Michelle Williams. Oh, she, she did a concert on the Disney Channel. And I, I like secretly wanted to watch it. Right? It's like a guilty pleasure. What do you mean secretly? I don't, I don't, I I don't like this music. But like, I like her though. I was seven. (laughs) She was the older woman at thirteen. You did the same thing with Shania Twain and Faith Hill, Kent. Oh, but come on. Should I have Twain of Faith Hill? Yeah, but he was a kid. That's I, what I'm I saying. A kid. Yeah. In 96, was, I was six. She was known as a little girl with the big voice, and I absolutely agree. It's a beautiful, beautiful voice. But which one are you guys voting for? Blue Daba D, because it's way more memorable. I don't think any 13-year-old knows anything about like being lonesome or love. Like, knock it off. You don't know what you're singing about. Blue Daba D, there's so much context here because it takes place, the, the song, on Tukon 4 where the lead singer Jeffrey J is abducted by blue-colored alien <laughs> Sorati and Syok 6 during a concert. Like, that's deep, guys. They can, It says they were nonsensical lyrics. They chose a random color yes. and wrote random lyrics. But it, made a song that was distributed around the world. You it, could not escape this song. I've seen that in a lot more movies than I have Blue. I love Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love know. Leanne Brimes' Blue. I love that it song. Is, it is a pretty song. What impact she does it have, though? Zero. I think I got to agree. It, yeah, it's going to be about it, Blue Daba D. It had, it was such a, a takeover, that song, in, in, from my perspective. So right? we, we have this on a playlist. Have you guys gone back to listen to Eiffel 65's version? Can you listen to the whole I thing? I feel like it's ironically fun to listen to again. I think so. If you're with a group of people, especially like, you know, kids who lived through it or whatever. Right. Like, it's You fun. survived Blue? Yeah. You made it through Blue. I survived Blue. Yeah. Not the, the Blue era. The Blue album. What? All right. Eiffel 65 wins. Now we have our all four love matchup featuring Color Me Bad. Think I love ya. I'm always thinking of ya. I want you to know it all for love. That's all four, the number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four. four. And all for love by Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. Yeah. Yes. Let's make it all for love. (laughs) And all for love. All for love. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's how they sound. Some of them do. Like the two guys, they're really husky singers with Rod Stewart and Brian Adams, and then Whoa, Sting comes in. Whoa, they're waiting to it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's Rod Stewart. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> Sting comes in there with this beautiful voice, and the other guy's like... Raspy, I think, is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Husky. You called him frumpy, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> frumpy husky singers, okay? <laughs> my band's name in college. Oh, what'd you play? Uh, basically just our bellies. <laughs> Percussion. Yeah, I missed that one. Uh, Tickets are sold out. They were for years. The Color Me Bad's version came out in 1991. 
Uh, hit Brian, number one. Uh, yes. And then Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Stings came out in 1993, also hit number one. Yeah. Now, obviously, Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Stings, All for Love was for the Three Musketeers soundtrack. Yes. Starring Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland and Oliver. You mean that movie where everyone has a British accent except Chris O'Donnell as D'Artagnan? <laughs> Does Charlie Sheen have a British accent? Yeah. Rebecca DeMornay, though, in that movie? Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Calm down. <laughs> I think <laughs> in the Brian Adams trifecta. Tim Curry. In that I, I feel like it's Robin Hood. Three Musketeers and then Don Juan. Yeah. If we're thinking his yeah, ballads. You Live a Woman. Yeah, I remember Man, that. Man, Brian Adams in the 90s? That was a good decade. Yes, he was. He was having a, having a moment. All for Love by Color Me Bad. They, that song, I listened to it again. It brought back so many memories. Totally early 90s, right? Like washed over me, the yeah. memories. And it's like innocent R&B. Yeah. It's not like this suggestive song. It's just nice to listen to. It kind of has like a 60s throwback as well. And it took down the king of pop. Yeah. Uh, it ended the seven-week streak of Michael Jackson's Black or White being number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Wow. When, 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 by the way, when we say the chart number, we're talking about the Billboard, Billboard Hot 100, yes. unless otherwise specified. And Color Me Bad, along with Boys to Men, High Five, All for One, which confused me because their song is All for Love. Uh, but they were considered the leaders of the post-doo-wop harmony group. Okay. Which apparently was a movement. That, that's a very long term for mm-hmm. what they did. I, I really did like the All Four Love by Color Me Bad. That's the number. Yeah, All Number Four Love. Because it did bring back such nostalgia. You don't right. know because you're listening, listener, but we're holding up our hands every, every time, time, we, time we, say we say four. When he says four, like four, it's the number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting, that song was uh-huh. a powerhouse. Yeah. It also it's makes a little you, melodramatic, obviously. It makes totally. me want a sword fight, so it wins for me. Yeah. I watched that one recently, Three Musketeers, recently. It is very 90s. Yeah. Like, even though it's set back in the, you know, Three Musketeers. I don't know if you that is. I'm terrible with history. Let's say Renaissance Dark Ages. Uh, <laughs> the comedic Renaissance Dark Ages. Yes. The Disney comedic yes. Renaissance Dark Ages. Yeah. With Rebecca Dormorny. Yes. Uh, and Oliver Platt. But that <laughs> song came on and I was once again like, I am D'Artagnan. Actually, I was Athos. Uh, that's Cape Athos. Athos. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was uh, Aramis in a play. Really? Yeah. That Thanks. was basically a ripoff of that movie. <laughs> ah. Okay. Yeah. And Tim Curry. He's in that too. Oh, yeah. So, yes, I'm voting for Brian Adams, Russ Stewart, and Sing. As am I. And so am I. Okay. Brian Adams wins. Wow, we're sweeping a lot. Now, gentlemen, we have our first triple play track corner try tip. Three songs. Triple twins. Three yeah. songs is the same name. Yeah. You started off that way. Yeah. yeah. You know, you build. have to keep going up from there. No. Yeah. I'm not going to. It's your fault. Nope. Nope. We're just going to call it triple twins from now on. This is the All I Want matchup featuring the offspring. You don't sing to this. You just head there. I drive, no, I drive a taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, it is crazy taxi. Crazy, it huh? is totally crazy, crazy taxi. taxi. Uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Beautiful, beautiful, Kent. And a newer entry with Olivia Rodrigo. I think you just cried. I did. That's all you do. Wait, it's all you do in this song. So is this the ripoff of the Paramore song? No. I'm not sure. Is but this the first like time we've entered the 2020s healthy. as far as pop culture yes. goes? No, Olivia, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo's version came from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Which oh. came out in 2020? 2019. So. Uh, yes, 2019. This 2019. came out in 2019. And, and it peaked at number 90. She's still relevant. 
She, she is. is. She is. Uh, Toad Lewis Sprocket came out in 1992, and Offsprings came out in 1997. Toad Lewis Sprocket charted highest here with posi- with their position of 15. Mm-hmm. I feel like Toad Lewis Sprocket's version, it's like 90s easy listening. It's, it's soulful as well. And I think they had a really good decade. I, is this their most recognizable song? I would Toad? say. It, oh, man, there's so many good ones. And then The Offspring, I mean... I found my brother this is, there. I, the thing with The Offspring song is it is not recognizable by the title to me. I know really? the song. I mean, I that's know, the whole song, though. But I, I just don't... When I hear All I Want or when I say All I Want, I immediately think about the Toad the Wet Sprocket song. See, and I, I was obsessed with uh, Offspring for a while there. And I had the, I think I had this single. Rachel, are we eliminating Olivia Rodrigo like that? Oh, come on. Yeah. I didn't know that song going into it. It does not need to be the default. Sorry, tweens. Good for you. But I did, here's the thing. I did listen to that song. I did actually kind of enjoy it. It's kind of a sweet song, but it didn't grab me. I I couldn't really tell you the tune right now. And I did mention Crazy Taxi before uh, when I was. uh, A video game. uh, When I was serving as a missionary over in Portugal, there was a time when we could go to arcades on our day off. And I would play Crazy Taxi in part to hear Offspring. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great yes. idea, actually. <laughs> it was yes. a lot of fun. And it's two minutes. It's like super palatable. Oh, it's, it's really it's fun. Fast and fun and furious. But then Toad the Woods Sprocket, it's also such a good song. It's pretty. So what are you guys voting for? Uh, I'm voting for Toad the Woods Sprocket. Zach? I, 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 like I said, I Toad the Woods Sprocket is what I think about. I like I like the Offspring song better. I am perfectly okay with that. I am going to, however, give a okay. pity vote to Offspring. Okay, it's a good choice. Zach, you can choose which one you like better. That's totally I, fine I, for me. It's the default. I think that the Toad the Wet Sprocket is the default. All right, they're both really good songs. Toad the Wet Personal Sprocket. Personal preference can play into it. Mm-hmm. Toadies win. Next up, we have Changes featuring Tupac. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's, That's just the way it is. is. Changes. That's why I actually know this riff. It's Bruce Hornsby? I, I always thought. Not Bruce Hornsby. Oh, who is that? It oh. is Bruce Hornsby. It is Bruce Hornsby? Yep. Okay. I always thought, like, I recognized this song, and then I heard it. I was like, the Greendale theme song. That's not what I. That's not it's what I'm saying. Because you start freestyling, it's a Tupac right? version. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so great. Okay, verses changes by David Bowie. Turn and face the stranger. Riding on that horse. What? This is from Shrek. Shrek two. Shrek two. Yeah. As he's getting into town. Yeah. After he changes. Shrek two soundtrack is an all timer. It has. It, it has really brought is. some of these songs into the the like the younger generation's yeah. minds. So uh, Tupac's version came out in 1998, which is actually two years after his death. And then he's still alive. David Bowie's version came out in 1972. Yeah. Uh, which was actually the final song he ever performed on stage before his death. Wow. Bringing the room down. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Uh, fun fact about Tupac's version. He recorded that song or at least these verses in uh, 1992. Yes. And he was actually going to redo the song and release it. But obviously they didn't have the material. So they just kind of it was released from, it and produced it. It was originally, I was going to say, lines from the song. Uh, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto was used for this. Yes. I don't know if you can tell by whiteness of my skin. I didn't really listen to Tupac. No. The whole Tupac Biggie thing. I don't know why. I didn't really know about what was going on there. But you knew once everything happened, right? I heard once they were it. shot, I had right? Friend, I had friends who were kind of knew about it. But do you feel like this is the accessible Tupac song? Oh, definitely. Although I do admit that I don't like it as much as I like the Bruce Hornsby one. Like I like the uh, the way it is. Yeah. I really like that song. And this one, I like, I like it. I actually do like the Tupac song. 
but I'm kind of like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, I want to hear the Bruce Hornsby song, though. But it's the Bruce Hornsby song with more fun, right? With more uh, attitude. It's the hook that I like. It's yeah. not it's not the rapping in between. You mean you couldn't recite it right now? No, it's a pretty heavy handed message, yeah, too. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we have Changes by David Bowie. This one is in the Grammy Hall of Fame. But fun fact about this one. Yes. So this one came out on his 1971, David Bowie's 1971 album, Hunky Dory. It wasn't a big release. It kind of flopped, like it the did. album yeah. flopped. Then he came out with a follow-up album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Got huge success. It did. And then retroactively made this song popular, yeah. which is kind of weird to think about. So you're like, Alexa, play Changes. And David Bowie plays. For Every me. time? Yep. Yep. I'm actually going to say Tupac. Really? Only because I like the David Bowie song. It feels a oh. little like the, the tempo changes and everything that happens in it. It feels like it was kind of like a demo version and needed a little more polish. I know people love it. Yeah, when the I, chorus, I can see that. When the chorus hits, it's solid. But then it does it, feel like it needs a, a, another once through from a solid producer. And maybe it's because the, the emotional element behind the Tupac song, how it's like mm-hmm. posthumously. It's also just a good song. It is. It's got a good rhythm to it. Yeah. But. I, can't, I can't really dance to changes. I can dance to. Oh, I can't really dance to David <laughs> Bowie's version. But changes. I can dance a little more. Uh, not well, but I can dance to Tupac. So it's got that beat. So I'm going to say yeah. Tupac. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch- I'm going to go to the one that I think has last ability, and I do think that's Bowie. Shrek 2. Shrek 2. Shrek Life. Shrek Life. I'm so happy. We're getting David Bowie wins changes. change me. Now we have our complicated matchup featuring Good Charlotte. So complicated. Yeah. Well, All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Attitude. <laughs> You're so obnoxious with Good Charlotte. Mall punk. I like Good Charlotte songs. You're bad Charlotte, more like. <laughs> hey. Versus Avril Lavigne's complicated. Tell me. Why'd you have to go make things so complicated? I see you. More Canadian. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> Stop saying. I forgot the lyrics. Frustrated. I love the way she says frustrated because that's such a hard. Frustrated. Sur- it's a hard word to sing, and she gets it. Everything was hard for me to sing. <laughs> <laughs> good Charlotte's version came out in 2000. Avril Lavigne's came out in 2002. Did Good Charlotte chart or make an impact whatsoever? Uh, they uh, no. They're, this song was not released as a single. I don't okay. think it did not chart. The album did pretty well. Yeah, and so was it lifestyles of the rich? It's just self-titled. Okay, Charlie. Yeah, it's their de- debut album, and then you get Avril Lavigne. This has kind of put her on the map. This was like the song. Uh, skater not- boy called. Okay. He said, "See you later, boy." <laughs> that was the song. <laughs> this was the one where though isn't this the one where she had like the striped sleeves in the music video in the mall? She does uh, everything up them. until her death uh, when they replaced her with Melissa Vendela, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then they try to replicate. No, this was the song that I think she added depth to her persona because before it was more mall punk. Kind of like, like Girl, Good Charlotte. It was like, what if uh, she did Kelly Clarkson? Yes. You know, it's like yeah. you can, you got to put a, a soulful song out there, Skater Boy. I do like both these songs. Both these songs are on my playlists. Really? Yeah. I have a lot of Good Charlotte. I've never playlists. even heard of the Good Charlotte. Neither. Really? Never. Neither. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so we're all voting Avril. Avril. Yes, we are. <laughs> Easily. That'll make it easy. I like Avril. Avril Lavigne wins. Next up is our creep matchup. Oh, Kent, this is yours. Lots of them on bacon sale, really. If you think about it. We have Radiohead. Wait, wait, it's mine? <laughs> but I'm a creep. 
I'm a weirdo. Radio hits best song. What the heck am I doing here? Aww, thank you. Family friendly. Not Radiohead's best. We'll get into it. And Creep by Stone Temple Pilots. I used to be I'm crazy in my teeth. Not any better. Don't give it oh, a it's not, it's not any better. So these uh, came out about a year away from <laughs> each other. Talks. Uh, Radiohead's version, Radiohead's Creep came out in 1992. Stomach to Pilots version Wait. came out in 1993. Radiohead's first single is their best song? Yes. What about Karma Police? Karma Police is less popular. Is that a song or an album? <laughs> it's Karma a song. Police. So Radiohead actually hates Creep because it oh, became yeah, their really sellout do. song, right? Of course. They hate their most popular one because well, they're Radiohead. alternative. Radiohead has this weird thing where, I mean, I could do a Radiohead show because I think they're fascinating because they avoid fame and then they get famous again by accident. They're like, no, but we hate it. And so every other album is like kind of off-putting on purpose. And well, then it becomes a cult favorite. After, I was going to say, after this came out and they were a huge hit, their next album was called The Bends, which, extra great which is a term for decompression sickness. Coming up felt, too fast. They felt right? like they rose too fast yes. and they were not comfortable with it. So they actually didn't play this one. They played it maybe twice before 2017 in concert. Well, when they came to America to do their tour, people would scream for them to play yeah. Creep. And then after they played it, they'd leave the concert. The, the, the audience would leave the concert. What? Yeah. They wanted, that's all they wanted and to hear so, was this song. But only in the past couple of years have they gone, okay, people actually do want to hear this and support us. Because they realize they can make money off of it. Yeah. 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 We've talked about this on the show before about how the guitarist was not a fan of the song. And so he was actually trying to mess it up with the guitar, mm-hmm. tapping the guitar, making that noise. But yeah. that makes the song even cooler. Whenever I listen to Radiohead, like on CD, I was like the CD scratching kind of. Yeah. Because that's how their music is produced. But it's also, also very cool. Whereas you have Stone Temple Pilots. I think it's one of their first major songs, right? Yeah. It was this on their yeah, debut album. Core. Early grunge, but I think it's among their best songs as well. It There's something there's something really raw and emotional about this song to yeah. me. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't explain it other than I, I listened to the Stunt Up a lot. Uh, oh, you did? Yes, I did. I still kind of do every now and then, but this this album, a lot of it. This mm-hmm. is one... <laughs> Also, you remember LimeWire and Kazaa? Oh, and yeah. Those types of things. So this, many viruses. I, I read up and I'm like, I think I, I think I remember that. But this song was always miscredited as a song called Half the Man I Used to Be by Nirvana. <laughs> I love that. Which it's not. It's, like Nirvana's it's so creep, good. Don't tell pilots. And on my, uh, like I talk about Joyce's favorites, my, my collection of tapes that I have from, you know, my teen years. And on there, it would say creep on the thing. And I could never remember. Like nowadays, I look at it and I'm like, which creep is that? Yeah. I don't know because I had both of them on there. Which one do you prefer? Radiohead. It is Radiohead? Yeah. As I, much as you love STP. Uh, yes. But when I want to hear creep, I want to hear the version by Radiohead, which is, by the way, it took elements from a 1974 song called The Air That I Breathe mm-hmm. by the Hollies. And there was some legal action taken against Radiohead after the song came out, and they ended up being credited. Uh, the Hollies uh, writers ended up being credited. Yeah. And then Lana Del Rey came out with a song uh, called uh, "Get Free," and Radiohead tried to sue her, saying she stole elements from them that they stole from the Hollies. <laughs> we stole it first. I don't know. It was weird. Huh. huh. Yeah, but you're right. Radiohead's. Uh, this is uh, when you think of creep, you think of Radiohead. Yeah. I don't think it's their best song. In fact, I, I generally don't love it in their discography. What? Yeah. Be careful, by the way, looking up the song. The original version drops some bad words. Oh, it does. And so you want the radio version of this. I'm so very special. Yes. Okay. But, but this so is very special. This is one of those where it's like junior high kids just sitting in their room, just kind of going, yeah, I, I need to accept who I am. I'm a weirdo. 
Yeah. I'm unique. Yeah, it was basically like pre-emo. Yes. It's like, ah, white suburbia is so hard. Is it primo? Primo? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Cabbage Patch doll? Yes. All right. And I I would also vote for Radiohead here. So Radiohead wins. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. Now we have the return of a triple twin, three time, Mm -hmm. three bagger, triple... A three matchup. Just, Yay. You can just say trio. You can <laughs> just say trio. It's not allowed. This is our Around the World matchup, which features Red Hot Chili Peppers. All around the world. We can make time. We're banana stuff because I'm in my run. Why is your shirt off? Sorry, I can't help it. It just came off as soon as the song started. Ding dong, ding dong. We also have Daft Punk. Sing along to this one, Ken. Around the world, around the world, around the world. And then Around the World by A Touch of Class. ATC, as we call them. Oh, I'm back in Europe. La, 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 la. Joel's playing arcades again. See, I'm back. Home. Elder Hill and stop. Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and this I'm is over, apostasy. <laughs> and I'm over here like, I'm on Vine. This was popular on Vine. Is was it? it? It was. Oh, Vine's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking I was thinking. I was get that confused with TikTok. Yeah. yeah it's, We're yeah. old. Uh, so uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers came out in 99. Daft Punk's version came out in 97. ATC came out in 2000. So all right around the same time. That Daft Punk music video directed by Michelle Gondry is so what good. I think makes this song so good. Because it's a really repetitive song. That's great, right? But when you watch the video, it builds the on video, itself. And the video features characters on platforms. You got uh, robots. You got uh, athletes. You got synchronized swimmers, skeletons, mummies. All dancing around. And the thing I found out while doing the research for the show, each of those different groups of characters mm-hmm. represents a different element of the song, like the high-pitched noises, the bass, the drums. They're all like doing choreographed dances to whatever instrument they're associated so with. Can I give you a hot take? Yeah. I think this song, Daft Punk, is so annoying. I love it. So it's annoying. so annoying? In the radio edit, they say around the world, 80 times. Oh, in the actual song, it's 144. 144 times. And yeah. I'm okay with it. 144 times saying around okay, the so world. Okay, so we're going to eliminate one here. That's so, worse than Oh Holy Night. Barely, but it's worse. <laughs> so the Chili Peppers was, uh, they didn't chart on the no. Billboard Hot 100, but number seven modern rock tracks, whereas Daft Punk's got number 61 Hot 100, and ATC got 28 here in the US. The highest charting one is ATC. But they did extremely well in Europe as well. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. I'm going to immediately emanate the Red Hot Chili Peppers version. I just am not a fan of the song. And I did go through a Red Hot Chili Peppers phase, but then I you know, grew up from being 15. And so... Hey, <laughs> I'm still in that phase, and I'm still 15. I'm going to eliminate ATC. You are, you are going to pick it's, and therefore It's eliminate. close because I think the Daft Punk video is iconic. But I, I do love the Chili Peppers, and I love this song. I think it has so like much it's, energy. It's on California Screaming. Oh, it is in California Screaming. Well, it was before in Credit Coaster. Yeah. <sighs> it was? Yeah. Yeah. It was the, It was heavily edited and used as a soundtrack for the Rockin' California Screaming ride. Yeah, back in 2007. Wow. That's why you secretly love it. My pick would be the Chili Peppers then. Oh, please. That's, I mean, it's, that's not fair. What, what's not fair? Because I'm going to pick Daft Punk. Yeah. And Zach hates Daft Punk. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I do like the ATC one better than the Chili Peppers version. So Daft Punk wins. Oh, yeah. 
How can I not? Alexa, play a song that mentions the title 144 <laughs> times. Yeah, it's like that's SEO right there. <laughs> what should we call this song? I don't know. Cars. Maybe. Cars. Cars. <laughs> Punk it's win. a good choice. Now we have our dynamite matchup. We're appealing to you kids now. Di- oh. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. We killed off Olivia Rodrigo real quick, but we're hip. Yeah. With Tayo Cruz from 2010. Hey, <laughs> that's Kernish. <laughs> Kernish. We're so old. We gon' rock this club. We gon' go all night. We gon' light it up like it's dynamite. We are relevant. Uh, <laughs> that song is 12 years wow, old. Wow, wow. Hey, there's a lot of cool 12 things that are oh, 12 years oh, old. Oh, yeah. But you know what's even more relevant? BTS. Behind the scenes. So this song played on a commercial for a Samsung cell phone, and that's all I can think about when I hear it. Well, and BTS, huge, huge, Enormous. huge, oh, huge, 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 huge. I cannot mega, sing a single group. word of this song, but I can sing the rhythm. Like I, my, kids, yeah. my kids listen to it all the time, and I walk in, I'm like, they can't sing a word to this song either. It's not their song. These other people, David Stewart and Jessica Angabar, they wrote the song, and BTS was looking for a an English song. This is their first song fully recorded in English, and they wanted to do, I'm just going to read what it says here. BTS's version was intended to soothe listeners through the COVID-19 pandemic. Aw, isn't that special? It is. It's nice. Because it's really positive, even though it's called Dynamite. It's actually a really it's, nice it's song. bubbly and poppy. This was number one for three weeks. The music video has over 1.4 billion views. A lot of views. And then uh, Dynamite also is one that you got to be careful with. Uh, Tayo Cruz or... <laughs> Tayo Cruz's version is the one you got to be careful with because it's this fun, poppy, kid-friendly song. And if you just pull it up on, like, you know... yeah. YouTube or you need to like do that. an edit. There, there's an F word in there. So, oh wow, be yeah. cautious. It's, it's like it feels completely out of place in that song. That's so poppy and fun. Guys, we're going to be murdered if we don't vote with the BTS army here. No, uh, BTS doesn't listen Team to Jimin, us. actually. So, jeez. Please. No, I, I think, I think Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> they're both great songs, and they're both really fun. But, and I don't listen to popular music, so BTS is in my blind spot here. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, and I've seen the Tayo Cruz song in TV shows or movies from the past 10 years. But the BTS song is actually a its a great song. It's fun and poppy. It's fun and poppy. It's necessary poppy. And I think it's kind of a phenomenon. I'm going BTS. I am going Tayo Cruz. Oh. I'll tell you why. Okay, go. Go for it. I don't know if you remember our Just Dance competitions at work. I and- knew it! <laughs> it's just, see, it's Just Dance versus Beat Saber here. It totally is. Yeah. But... I would dance to the Tayo Cruz Dynamite, and it was just such a fun song. We were all having a good time, so I have these very positive associations. I'm just moving your right hand. Where, <laughs> yes, because that's how you win those games. Yeah, I... But then I, the, the uh, BTS version is just my kids playing it all the time. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll walk in another room, but I'm not going to sit there. I mean, that, that speaks to how big the song is. Like, if you were to say, Alexa, play Dynamite, it's going to go BTS. So you're saying that uh, Perry Grip is big? Because my kids listen to him all the time, too. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's raining tacos. Raining tacos. Buddy. I love that one. It's a good one. Save our Perry Gripper show. <laughs> oh, I'd do that. Baby um, monkey. I think tiebreaker I for Zach. Probably like the Tile Cruz version better, but it has had more time to age. I played this song a lot when I was a, a kids event DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, I stopped doing that 
by the time the BTS version came out. And I'm sure that's played all the time now. I think because they're so huge, if you asked your your smart device to play Dynamite, it would absolutely be BTS. So that's what I'm going to go with. All right. Mm. Sorry, Tile. I mean, we're really, yeah. <laughs> we're really invested in that one. Yeah. BTS wins. Next up, we have our heaven matchup with Los Lonely Boys. Versus Heaven by Brian Adams. Okay, I don't actually like the Los Lonely Boys song at all. What? I think it's so boring. No, come on. I can't end this song soon enough. Like, who cares? But Heaven is bomb, bomb, bomb. The power ballad there. And yes, I know Brian Adams already has a win on the show because he deserves it. Remember last, uh, last show, it was all Bon, bon Jovi, Jovi songs? Yeah, this is Brian Adams' show. <laughs> so Zach, Los, he's Canadian. Los Brian Lonely Adams? Boys. Yeah. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> he is. Los Lonely Boys, they actually got nominated for a Grammy Award nomination for uh, Best New Artist, mm-hmm. but then they lost to some random, uh, some group I haven't heard of called Maroon 5. <laughs> um, oh, sure. I'd rather not hear about them ever again. Me too. It's weird to think of Maroon 5 back then. Yeah. Different, different band. Uh, hit number 16, Los Lonely Boys, and Brian Adams hit number one. And Brian Adams came out in 1985. Los Lonely Boys came out in 2004. Um, guys, is, is Brian Adams alive? I, I want to know because I want him to come back. Can he make music again? I don't know. He got replaced by... All those Canadians get replaced by clones. Didn't you know that? <laughs> what? What happened to Avril Lavigne? Uh, <laughs> Who's Brian Adams' clone? Comment below. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Brian Adams' version is actually kind of funny because he was actually touring with uh, Journey... And he said the song was heavily inspired by Faithfully. And he actually had the drummer, Steve Smith, play the drums on Heaven. Oh, that's cool. So you kind of. That's really cool. You can feel kind of there's this connection there. Right. Brian Adams was born in 1959. He's five foot eight inches tall. Thought you should know. Thank you. Still alive? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Adams in this one. So am I. Okay. Not that it matters. But I like the Los Lonely Boys song. It's fine. But it's, it's Brian Adams. It's Brian Adams. Power, oh, yeah. Brian Power Adam. ballad. Brian Adams wins. I love this matchup. It's probably my favorite one. We have the I Want You Back featuring NSYNC. Streets back. No, All right. Don't I, you, no. I want you back. Stop that. Ooh. That sounds, isn't that dun dun? Isn't yeah. that in Backstreet Boys? Oh, uh, yeah. Nah, 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 this nah. is their first single. No, but this is in sync. No, the, uh, yeah, in sync. That's what I meant. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that the dun 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 dun? Like, oh, we're back again. It was the same, com- the same studio, so it doesn't matter, Joel. It's but I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, like I said, the boy bands is a big blind spot for yeah. me. And so I was so confused. I'm like, wait, is this that no, song? No, so Backstreet Back is everybody. No, but there's yeah. no dun 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 dun. Although it's the same beat. Just saying. Anyway, first is I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Give me one more chance. You. Won't you please let me back in your heart? 
Oh, God. man. Little Michael Jackson. Little Michael Jackson. Little tween Michael Jackson singing lead vocals on a hit song. And crushing it. Yeah. What so good. a good matchup. Did Guardians of the Is Galaxy it? ruin this song? No. Did it? No, it's still a great Baby song. Baby Groot dancing. That's, that made it no, better. That was, that was like, I, I think it's a good matchup because in sync, I mean, it, when they hit the scene, and yes, right after Backstreet Boys, it, it started a movement. Ah, it's well, not Jackson 5, obviously, but for the 90s, that was like pretty pivotal well, in that decade. Joey Fatone described the song, I Want You Back, as edgy for pop. And was apprehensive about its reception with listeners. <laughs> what? So you're saying back there going, we Wait. got we got this edgy song. It was like actually created in a lab for audiences. Like, how could that be edgy? Here's the weird thing about I Want You Back. <laughs> By Instinct's I Want You Back. Yeah. Is that it was released in Germany in 1996. And then it, was, it out. and then it wasn't released in the United States until 1998. Aw. And that was... Uh, I had no idea weird. they were around that long. <laughs> So is that where uh, Justin Timberlake bought the ramen for his hair? (laughs) (laughs) He got the little packs of the beef, the bullion mix. It's the thing of it. If you've seen his hair, like in the last decade, right, it's really straight and and combed over. You know that that's just got to be like plastered to the top of his head to get rid of the ramen. (laughs) Whereas uh, (laughs) Jackson 5, the song was the only single released from the Jackson album's first album, which is called Diana Ross Presents the Jackson 5. Yeah. That's a weird name. Well, for it's like a, a spinoff TV episode. It's like, hey, you guys like Diana Ross? What about these guys? Yeah, and it, it sold over six million copies. This yeah. single alone, it's a huge song. It's crazy. And like, like you mentioned, it has gotten a resurgence now. Yeah, with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, a cute moment in we, Guardians we, of the we Galaxy. We talked about one. the Shrek soundtrack. I got to give credit to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack really, as well. Really. Bringing those songs back to the spotlight and yeah. be like, these are fun, aren't they? Didn't it's like, like yeah. didn't like volume two as much. No, no. the the first movie soundtrack is uh, stellar. It really Great. is. I'm picking um, Jackson 5. I, I am as well. I, I have personal nostalgia. I love the boy band thing. It's fun to sing, but I mean, I want you back by the Jackson 5 is fun to sing. It's and my it's favorite Jackson 5 song. It stood the test of time. It's, it's amazing. An instant feel good song. It totally. It did take me a while to figure out what the title of the song was. I want you back. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. That's the one, yeah. like, that's the mm-hmm. part I remembered. Then you're like, is this ABC? It's back I'm not sure. I want you they back. are very similar. ABC 1, 2, 3. But Jackson 5 wins. <laughs> Guys, yes. you, you remember that triple play try? You remember that one? On the on this show, specifically, on this one, yes. yes. Guess what? Guess what? what? This one has four. It's a it's quad? A, it's just fourth down. What, what would you call this? Four, a cr- uh, home run. Four, uh, so when there are four children all born at the same time, what do they call them, Zach? Stress. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Quadruplets. Quadruplets. Hey. Is that quadruplet? This is... this is, studied since the last episode. <laughs> this is... No, this is twin twins. Twin twins. <laughs> Wait, does that mean two squared? It, twin twins? Twin so you twins. get like twins with the two right above them? Twin squared. Twin twins. The, the twin squared matchup on Holiday featuring Madonna... I always hear the sad drunk. Celebrate. Yeah. In uh, oh, one singer. Wedding singer yeah. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we took a holiday. Versus Green Day. Of the rest of our lives on holiday. Sorry, I'm cutting these off fast, guys. And Vampire Weekend. I'm in college and I'm late for class. I better get there soon. Book your Make flights sure now with Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Weezer. 
but we don't understand anyway. Holiday Cutting you off. Oh, but it's holiday. We got so much to go through. We got to keep going fast. So Vampire Weekend, I think we can cut them out. What? Uh, They're fun for college age kids. Wait, I thought you added that one. I did, but it's because it has the same title. Oh, okay. But still, like it's relevant. The song didn't really chart on Billboard Hot 100, but it was memorable for that age group. Because Vampire Weekend, they disappeared, I think, 2005 it hit, and then they hit their expiration or something no, like no, that. No, no, the thing. sun came out. <laughs> no, you mean it was Monday. It was Vampire Weekdays, ah, and yes, the sun yes, came yes. out. It's like, I go, got to go back to work. <laughs> ah. We got to get a job. <laughs> We're Vampire Weekend. We got to get jobs. Oh, man. You thought so, your job was blood sucking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Madonna's version was the first mainstream hit single uh, for her. Uh, it's good for her for that. And she's performed it on almost all her tours. And fun fact, she plays the cowbell on that song. Is it? Is that okay. fun? Well, I just, I didn't realize there was cowbell until I heard that. She does it make you it. like it more? A little bit. Well, I like that song. It's not my favorite Madonna song, but it definitely does have that 80s feel to it. Well, like, do you remember going to your grandma's and she had like the electric keyboard and you just turn on the bossa nova setting and then try to play a song? That's what holiday sounds like to me. <laughs> I could hear that. And then you get uh, Green Day's version, which was the... Uh, it's so cool, guys. They I'm, hate George W. Bush yeah. in the early 2000s. See, the American it's very so rebellious. Like, I sang the song all the time, not really realizing how political the lyrics were until I went back and looked at it. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's actually a prelude to Boulevard of Broken Dreams, which is a far superior song. Agreed. Is but it? It's also, I like Holiday by Green Day. I, I like Holiday. But but it came out at the... Like the I don't know, important time for me in my life. Yeah. Sure. Not that it like formed my views on anything. It's just I was of an age where I'm like, this song's so cool. Uh, Vampire Weekend is the one answer on the multiple choice you can just throw out immediately. And then Weezer, <laughs> we did a whole show about Weezer on episode 194, the blue episode, where we talked uh, during this song, we talked a lot about it. Yes. I love so. this song so much. In fact, I'm going to pick it. It's not the one Alexa's going to play. I know that, but my it is a heart song of mine. It's one of my favorite tracks on the blue I album. I love that song. Uh, Joel, I'm going to guess you're going to choose either between Green Day or Madonna. Yes. Which one are you going with? I'm going to pick the Madonna one because okay. I do feel like when I say play holiday, I almost say play Joel, holiday. We will write. Oh, I love the Weezer song. I like the Weezer song better, friends. Kent. Yeah, but why not? We're choosing this playlist. It's not, but it's not one of their it's, charting. It's not one of the charting ones on that album. It didn't perform. It wasn't released as a single. Holiday Kent. is like an iconic like if there is like a device, song. it's like the Bacana or something like that. It's like, hey, Bacana. What? I don't know. I was trying to think of a girl name and it's Bacon. But uh, Kate, if they were like, Kate, play this. Wouldn't you want Weezer's Holiday to play instead of Madonna? Madonna. Hey, 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 Kent. Hey, buddy. I don't know this song at all. Holiday? Nope. Wait, you can't say that. It's all Holiday. <laughs> this is a quad, guys. This is a twin twin. Uh, you were born seven years after the Blue Album even came out, Zach. He was too so busy crushing on Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> I want to watch I this want to listen to Blue. What's this guy with glasses? Zach, what are you watching, Dancer? No, don't come down. I'm not watching Leanne Rhymes on Disney it's Channel. It's Weezer. It's Weezer. It's Weezer. It's sweaters. You don't know Holiday? I don't. Oh, I love Holiday. I, I just don't know this one. Uh, this I really do love Listen, We're about to take I, I, a break I, I, so Zach can be educated. <laughs> Have you listened to Big and Stuff before? You guys talked over it. To our friends. You guys family. In free. Why don't you marry it? Ah. On this road. You haven't heard this song? I probably heard it. It was it on the blue. You, you guys played it on the show. We did. We laughed. I think I zoned out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then you're picking Madonna. Yeah. Well, though, I will. My my pick is Green Day. 
But between the too two, bad between the given options, Green Day's I. It's a fun song. If I was saying hey, it feels obnoxious now. Hey, hey, assistant, play holiday. Like that's why did you so get Ringo why, Star? Why did you turn to Shrek Shaggy? <laughs> <laughs> that's my song. No, it's uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take Madonna though. It's a great song. Although, admittedly, like you said, I do think of a very sad Adam Sandler. Yes, when I hear holiday. It. Yeah, I'm mad at you. Madonna wins. Now we have our magic matchup featuring Pilot. Oh, it's magic. You know. Back on episode 327, Turn of the One Hit Wonder, 70s One Hit Wonders. Not so. Versus Magic by the Cars. Oh, it's magic. Uh oh. I didn't really know magic. By the Cars. By Pilot. Okay. Until we did our 70s one-hit wonder song. Really? Was, not even like, from those oh. compilation albums of one-hit wonders? No, not really. Until, well, it, it kind of vaguely sounded familiar. Right. But Magic by the Cars is a song that I sang and enjoyed as a kid. I am definitely picking the Cars version. I love, I really do like both of these songs. I get them mixed up because they're both like, oh, oh, it's Magic. Right. No, I mean, the Cars is the more iconic band. You know, 10 years from It did other. chart higher for Pilot. Being a one-hit wonder, you know, they had that working for them. I don't really know Magic by the Cars at what? all. Yeah. Really? Uh, is I it because Magic, Magic by Pilot is featured in maybe three different Adam Sandler movies? Probably. <laughs> and it is the more memorable song. It's the one I pushed pretty far in the bracket that we did for One Hit Wonders. I'm going for Pilot. So, Zach, you have to choose. Oh, it's it's not even close. You are you going for the Cars or are you going for who, the actual hey, who song? Who produced the Blue Album? Rick you K- didn't choose the Blue Rick Album, Kasich. Zach. Rick who, produced, who, who produced the Blue Album? It doesn't Rick matter. Kasich from the Cars. Ah, so the Cars wins. Yay. With Holiday on it, the song you've never heard. <laughs> oh, hey, Zach, what's your favorite song from the Blue Album? I don't know, like Sweater, maybe? Um, <laughs> what's the one that was on Rock Band? Holly? Are there other songs on that album? I don't even know. <laughs> Zach, come to this side of the table. We don't belittle you. I, Joel, you're the best. Aw. Mm. <laughs> Marge? <laughs> <laughs> Marge impressions on bacon still, but it's Marge frustrated impressions. It's still relevant. (laughs) All right. Can you do that one more time? (laughs) Oh, man. He said, he said, like, you have dust in your nose. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, gotta hold on you. Gotta hold on you. Gotta hold on you tonight. Next, we have our numb matchup featuring Linkin Park. Become so numb. I can feel you there. Say, I can feel you there? Yes. I can't feel you there. I can, though. <laughs> Joel, I can. He's numb. I can't feel. Uh, that makes numb a lot, can't feel. That makes a lot more sense now that you think about it. I was like, what a dumb song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I still think that. But maybe uh, he's numb, but his heart can feel. No, I can't try to explain that. Versus Numb by U2. This is Kent's worst nightmare. Because someone's putting their foot on his face right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's the song. It's Edge. 
singing yeah. a U2 song. Is that, I, is that the only song he sings from U2? Oh, I'm sure there's another one. I hate when they do this. When Muse allowed their guitarist to sing two yeah. of their songs Ew, on the second line. I hate second it with bass player. I hate backup yeah. You have a singer and a lead vocalist for a reason. And then you know Bono's back there be like, I'll kind of sing. I feel numb. But it's like, don't whisper, don't talk. No, don't but that music this. video for Numb yeah. was so mesmerizing because literally it's just Edge's face sitting there talking monotonely yeah. to the camera and not changing the expression and all this weird stuff is happening around him, including one part bare feet are touching his face. And it's a very thematic song. I don't know why it was a single for them. I don't know why they chose it. It works for the zoo Europa tour that they were doing. Yeah, it was kind of just an experimental thing they were mm-hmm. doing with sound and they, they really haven't performed it since that tour. No. But I, I loved this song when I when At I the first time? Heard. Yeah, I still yeah. do. You still I, do? I, I heard it and it totally that it just brought me back. Like the scratchy guitar sound at the beginning, the the rhythmic kind of heartbeat sound. It's more like a background song than a song I enjoy. But no, having a edge, no. Mm-mm. So you're saying you're picking them by Linkin Park? Oh, I mean, this is an all timer. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not a Linkin Park fan in the slightest. What? What? No, I don't like them. I never have because wait, I always. Wait, wait. If we did an where is your Park angst? Show, That's the thing. It always was like, oh, my mm. friends. Wait, this are, is your era. <laughs> Where's your March angst? <laughs> I just it was all my friends who were like making that transition into being angry. And I'm like, why? Why, why are you doing this? Oh, you like Linkin Park? Oh, you're so hard. Like, I just never got. Into no, but it. it was like just hard enough. It wasn't like overly screamo. It was a little bit of rap with a little bit of rock. And, and it they didn't swear for the first few albums. Yeah. Wanna, wannabe. It was wannabe. No, 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 no. Credibility. That's Spice Girls. That's Spice Girls. <laughs> no, I think it's I would have on. taken Spice Girls over Linkin Park any day. Oh, no way. Yeah. As far as like songwriting goes, they had something magical. They did. And the chemistry is perfect. This is. I liked the piano part of that one Transformers song. That's about oh it. Gosh. Nope. Because well, I want to do a Linkin Park show. We did it. Well, they almost. They like, won the 2000 bracket. 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 Yeah. This song has over 1 billion streams oh, on I've Spotify. Oh, I've never listened to that show. Spoilers. Dang it. You gotta listen to old shows on Bacon Cell you weren't part of. <laughs> Wasn't that required when you came on the show? We made you listen to all the previous he's, shows. He's checked yes. But I he downloaded didn't. it. It's fire. You got the stat. I'm, I'm absolutely. I, I loved. I keep saying numb. YouTube's numb. Sure. But I am absolutely voting for Linkin Park. Because yeah. that song, even though I'm no longer in college and really angsty about my love life and my, my schoolwork and my regular job. But can you still enjoy them now? Absolutely. Me this too. song came on and I was back in that kind of like mouthing along by crunching my fists. I love like it. I said, I'm not, I'm, I am not a fan of Linkin Park, but this is absolutely one of the songs I think about when I think about the band. Like, like it's got to be numb or it's got to be Linkin Park. You need here. to bring back that angst. I'm we not, need to be more angsty. I'm not an angsty person. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like sunshine. <laughs> That's the appropriate amount of angst for our ages. <laughs> All right. Linkin Park wins. Oh, this is a hard matchup for me. We have our SOS round featuring ABBA. So when you need me, darling, can't you hear me? SOS. <laughs> it's can't you hear me, not can you hear me. But here's the, here's the thing. You said you were thinking uh, about Adam Sandler earlier. Yes. All I think about on this song is Pierce Brosnan going, where you go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah. And then SOS by Rihanna. Please someone help me. It's not healthy for me to feel this way. Okay, so the lyrics, by the way, I didn't know this till doing the research for this show. Yeah. She says, SOS, please someone help me. It's not healthy for me to feel this. Y-O-U are making this so hard. Making this hard. Like I thought it was making me feel this way. 
Is it not? That's what I just saying. No, it's making me feel, feel this. this. Why? Space Y O U. She puts oh. it's a Y. It's not way. So she's spelling out you. I don't know why. Oh, now I hate it. <laughs> I, I, I I knew that. So, so this is the song that launched Rihanna. Yes. It, it, yeah. Well, this is her uh, first number one single on the Hot 100. Sampling uh, soft Tainted, sales, Tainted love. love. Which I was mad when this first came out. I'm like, they're totally ripping off Tainted Love. But then I heard it. I'm like, actually, oh, it's kind it of fits fun well with the beat. I, th- I think it makes this song better. Rihanna's yeah. great. Tainted Love. I don't know about that, but this she's song's great. great. This song's great. And then you get ABBA, who actually also, this was their uh, one of their big hits too, kind of brought them. They... they they didn't go away from the spotlight, but this brought them back into yeah. like the top again. Um, fun fact: both SOS and ABBA are both palindromes. What? What? Taco what? cat. <laughs> Goat cheese pizza. Twin uh, twins. So I do like both of these songs. Rihanna's went number one, whereas ABBA's went number fifteen. What yeah. was Goat Cheese Pizza? Taco Cat, Goat Cheese Pizza, the card game. Yeah, oh, it's really fancy card game. My bad. Not a sponsor. Which one are you guys voting for? This is tough because one's bigger. And in fact, if your device is going to play an SOS song, it's probably Rihanna. But it should but be I, ABBA. I like the ABBA one more. I think it should be ABBA, though. I think ABBA kind of has that SOS It's one of their name. sleepier songs. It came out in 1975. I, well, it starts off sleepy, but then it gets that little kind of, you know, when you're gone, when you're gone, when you're gone. No, I, I, I really like ABBA. Oh, we should do an ABBA show. But this one is, uh, is, is so middle of the road for me on them. I, I have way more fun with Rihanna's song. They're both fun. I think they're both fun. I think we should give the love to ABBA when we do their show because I think Rihanna would be the song played. So I'm going to go with Rihanna as well. And Zach sounds like you're voting for Rihanna as well. Yeah. Can I vote for Chikatita? For what? Just, There's not a duplicate Chikatita <laughs> song. Uh, I'm voting for Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. I'll vote for Abba then the pity okay. vote. Okay, fair enough. I think a respect vote is deserved there. It's a good song, but it's just not my favorite. So Rihanna wins. Boy, you know you got me feeling open. Boy, with words and spoken. I said, boy. All right. Remember back a while back when we had tw- squared twins? Twin twin twins? Yes. Twin squared. This matchup coming up right here is like almost quadruplets. It's one. So wait, it's three? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so it's almost four. It's three. Why did you build that up so much? It's it's the number preceding the number. It's not four. It is not two. This is what's going to be confusing. The titles of these songs equal three. Because it's one. Featuring you two. We just talked about this one. I said one laugh. Do what you should. Uh, Metallica. Imprisoning me. All that I see. Absolute horror. Kent, you're headbanging. Like lightly headbanging. No, you're full on. I'm flipping your hair around right now. (laughs) All my hair. And Creed. Oh, one. The only way is one. Why did we each pronounce one with different syllables too? One. one. Oh man. Okay, so we did. We did just barely talk about one by U two. It's great. We know this. Three forty three. The song of songs tournament. That's the third track from the nineteen eighty one album. Yeah. Metallica's song came out in nineteen eighty nine, and Creed's came out in nineteen ninety eight. So Metallica's got number thirty five. Creed's got number seventy. On their on their position on the charts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Metallica's. 
I expect their songs to be dark, but oh. one is a heavy song. I didn't realize until I started reading about it. Yeah. It, it's about a World War One soldier who's severely wounded. He lost his arms, legs, and jaw, and he's not happy being in the hospital. Don't you love the guitar work, though? Because I know you just played that heavy part from the song, right? But the song starts off, and it's really melodic, and then it gets really heavy. It keeps going back and forth. There's so much power there. Not a fan. You're not a fan? I think... Of Metallica or of No, no. Metallica has some great songs. They do. This is not one of them. It is I, one of their most well-known songs. It is, and it's their first band to chart in the U.S. Yeah, uh, it got it won a Grammy award for best metal performance. The yeah. first ever song to win that award, I believe. Wow! And meaning it was its first year. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, but what was the song earlier? I was saying felt like a demo. Changes. Yes. This feels like a demo to me. I listened to this, and it's not as much of a cohesive song. It, it's it's not polished, and the way they sing it, it's like. I don't know, the rhythm is off or something, but I was listening to the whole song and going... Like they're riffing a little bit? Is that like they're just jamming and kind I, of putting it together? More that they... This is a garage band that got to put on stage and this is them trying to get the mix right. It just felt off to me. All right. So I am discounting Metallica on this. On this, I do like Metallica's mm-hmm. and some other songs. But then it comes down to U2 and Creed. Am I going to get killed by saying I like Creed's ver- music uh, song? Excuse me. You you're like Creed's- Creed better than you two? I like Creed's song better than Metallica. Yeah, you're off the show. I am? Yeah, you're off the show. Again? Officially. No, I, I Actually, get- so of the Creed songs, this one is not as overblown as the ones we always mock, right? With arms, arms wide open wide or higher. Open. Yeah. I think one being one of the, I think their original single. Like it's kind of okay. It's definitely not Metallica's one. I there's a there's a part in there, and I don't know why, but every time I hear it, he goes, "Society blind by color, waffle down one." What? He doesn't say waffle down. He's I found this out. He says, "Why hold down?" But for some reason, waffle down. He was eating a waffle at that time. Waffle down. And couldn't really pronounce his <laughs> words. All right, what's your vote, Joel? Yeah, so give us your vote. I am I am voting for Creed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what over you two? I, maybe just, over one by you two. Maybe she's because we just talked about it. I was kind of tired of that. Like, song. do you like, just kind of want to give them like this? Yay, Creed gets something. This song I listened to the one one by Creed uh, a lot in college. Yeah, and I listen to you two all the time. And like I said, maybe it's just because we just talked about one so much. I agree. In the song of We're songs, a little tired of it. That I kind of when I got to the playlist, I was kind of like, yeah, I've heard that. Let's skip. And then I got to one by Creed, and I'm like, yeah, waffle down. <laughs> <laughs> Waffles over pancakes, Kent, obviously. Kent, what am I picking? Oh, you too. Okay. All day. It's fine. Uh, I didn't expect yeah. to win this battle. No, you too. I'll, I didn't expect yeah, to win I'll go with you too. But what about Metallica with, or Creed? Um, I, personally, I probably still would have gone you too. Oh, no, but over Metallica or Creed? Over Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. I would okay. I would have picked you two here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, this band. <laughs> I pick you two every time. Aww. Is it getting better? Next up is our sugar matchup featuring Maroon 5. First, the system of a down. Oh no. Yep. No! That's all <laughs> That's I can all? stand from that the song. The kombucha mushroom people sitting all around all I'll day. I'll play the clip. Who can believe I'll you? I'll play the They don't the even need it, Joel. I'm Here singing. Go. Okay, go. Sugar! Uh, 
this one Joel was so looks so mad. Right Here's the now. thing, Joel. Where were you in 1997 when you had dating? More. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> that felt like a personal. I didn't jab. say you weren't. I'm ditching school at this time. I was listening to Leanne Rice. I was going to Top Hat Video, <laughs> renting video games that I could then copy. <laughs> Wow. I you just confessed that on on the air. Yeah, I was I was a, a juvie. Uh, I was listening to Pyroman 5000, System of a Down, all these trash metal bands of the late 90s. This song is so, so much stupid fun. I did not know this song, and oh, I am mad that I now kind of know it. So did you not really hear uh, System of a Down to like uh, I knew Toxicity of, and yeah. Chop Suey, which is yes. their follow-up album? Wow. No, I know, I know, I know. It's a running gag. <laughs> the evil in my eyes. No, it's a silly song, but it did put them on the map. Whereas a silly song, it is. Sugar is a silly song. The music video features an American flag intercut with images of public violence, hangings from the Holocaust, armies, footage of uh, nuclear testing, and the German film yeah. Metropolis. They're like that's silly. They're like Green Day, but they mean it. <laughs> I feel like oh, the guitar work in this song is like, hey, I'm going to throw ping pong balls at your guitar. We'll see what happens. Okay. But then it's sugar. so random. Yes, please. It's, 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 it is it's on the flip side. You get totally sugar, listenable. Whose music song. video is Maroon 5 crashing people's weddings and suddenly playing based off of wedding crashers. Which great. They uh, there's some controversy whether they oh, it's so stupid. It's so milk toast. Though. It's so fun. And look, though. it's going to win. Watch and I that know music this. video. Watch that music but video of Sugar by Maroon, Maroon 5. 5. It is their third single from their fifth album. They've already been doing fine. I just hate them so yeah, much. But you know what? I, I get that. I like Sugar more than I like Nails on a Chalkboard. I know why you like this Maroon 5 song. It was on Just Dance 2019. I did so good at it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but the system of a down song is painful. It I, really I is don't think painful. so. That to is, me, it takes me back to those weird rebellious days when I thought I was too cool for school because I was ditching. I skipped it almost every time. I could <laughs> no, not make I get it. No, I totally get it. It is obnoxious. It is bombastic and not Shaggy's bombastic. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Maroon 5 wins. I'm hurting, baby. I'm broken down. I need you loving, loving. I need it now. Now we have our ex girlfriend matchup. Um, surprisingly, not based on Kent's life. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Uh, so we have no doubt. Well, if you would end up your ex girlfriend. This was on a Guitar Hero that I played. Yeah. I don't remember which one. But I remember hating this one on Guitar Hero. What? Like, I like the song, but it's a real boring Guitar Hero. Uh, yeah. Versus Bush. You're coming with your tail. What's it? It's like the around the world thing where it's always like says. a 25 second song. It's like 45 seconds. Okay. It's real Bush. Um, no. Oh, great matchup, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize this until like, I mean, I didn't plan it. Obviously, these went together. But uh, you were just going to say, Kent. Gavin Rostell, Gwen Stefani. This is a 90s power couple. Not only that, Kent, but leader, uh, lead singer Gwen Stefani wrote the song Ex-Girlfriend about her relationship with Gavin yeah. Rosdale. Yeah. So, so yeah, hers came out after the fact. Was she kind of mocking? Because uh, X with the X, not the EX. Yeah, on this is a little cheer. 16 Stone. Yes. That came out first, obviously. Yes. So that she was playing on that. I don't know for sure. No, no, not exactly. Because she actually wrote this uh, earlier in their relationship before they got married. Like they'd broken up. Oh, as, as you know, boyfriend girlfriend. But then they ended up getting married after that. But that I, out. 
Gavin Rosdell wrote his ex-girlfriend before he met Gwen Stefani, but she wrote it about him. Were they the most attractive, talented couple very, of the 90s? Very, talented couple. I mean, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, they're like, hey, what's up over here? But then you've got like the baggy jeans couple with like chain wallets. Sheesh. <laughs> you don't mess with them. Uh, much like the I confessed with the Weezer song, Bush has always been kind of a blind spot for me. I've heard a few of their songs, but I don't. <sighs> know them super well. Mm. Weezer and Bush. The formative <laughs> albums yeah. of 60 Stone and Blue album. Formative albums of our year. Bamboo wise guys. <laughs> Waffle down. <laughs> uh, but this, What? What Bush songs do you know? Um, what? Uh, Little Things. Uh, Save come for down. our 16, show, 16 Stone show. What? Uh, none off the top of my head. Glycerine. Machine Head. See the one who did Loser. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Zach's off the show. Ken, you're the only one on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> we both got kicked off. <laughs> All right, system of down wins. Uh, no. no. So here's the thing Bush's song is not really a song. Obviously, it's a fun novelty choice it's because novelty they have the same and, title. End of the CD track. Yeah. And it, uh, it's also a little bit cheating. And No Doubt Song is actually a great song. It's a good song. It is. A uh, little simplistic, kind of repetitive. Well, sure. And they kind of both are. Yeah. And this is kind of a, a cheat mashup matchup because uh, No Doubt's version is EX girlfriend, whereas Bush's is just X. Breaking the rules. Eat the letter X girlfriend. I'm also going to vote for No Doubt in this regard because uh, I like Bush's one, but it is kind of that novelty song yeah. that every now and then. You if you listen to the album, you don't skip the song because it's so short. Yeah. No Doubt wins. This next matchup is not a couple of songs. It's a thruple of songs. Thruple? Please, please. I don't like the connotation. <laughs> no. Our Somebody to Love matchup featuring Jefferson Airplane. Don't you want somebody to love? Don't you need somebody to love? Cable Guy you ruined better? the song for me. Did oh, it ruin or did it make the song? Because I, I didn't know it before Cable Guy. I knew it. I did not like Cable it. Cable Guy, also tier one soundtrack. Oh, I don't know uh, about that. Yeah. yeah. Now I know what yeah. you're thinking, listener. Yep, we're going to Justin Bieber next. Is that Rihanna singing? Baby or is this Bieber. Pre puberty Bieber. Baby Hair Swoop Bieber. <laughs> and that was, yes. that was actually his birth name. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Hair Swoop Bieber. <laughs> and of course, we're doing Queen as well. Speaking of uh, bands and songs that oh, we've talked about. Can we retire the jersey for Queen on yeah, the show yeah. like officially? I don't know. It's got to come up so often. Nah. Yeah, it's time. I think so. so. Like Somebody, the Beach Boys. Beach Boys and Queen. Yes. If we've done Honorary a show about them. Rafters of Bacon Granted, they're going to win this matchup. Obviously. Uh, if, yeah. It's easy. Our, uh, Jeff Airplane's version came out in 1967. So you say Cable Guy ruined that song because I didn't know it before. I just don't like Cable Guy. Oh, I love Cable Guy. And then Queens came out in 76. Justin Bieber's came out in 2010. I'd never heard Justin Bieber's Somebody to Love before. I don't, I don't hate it. I kind of liked it. You're saying that like you're like defensive right now. It beats Queen. I'm kidding. No. no <laughs> I know what you not. do to Creed. No, uh, Queen already won. Uh, Jefferson Airplane's biggest success was Somebody to Love. And then, of course, we talked about uh, Somebody to Love by Queen. Which, you know, so many good things about that song. Go yeah. listen to episode 306, Queen Will Rock You. You'll hear a talk about it. It's aged fine, the Justin Bieber song. It's it's fine. The beat's okay. Yeah. You got Usher in there, too. Yeah. I mean, featured on Bieber's so mentor. many. Yeah. Is he his mentor? Yeah. Top of your thought is Queen. Let's just yeah. make it Queen and move on. It's Queen. Retired. Somebody, 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 
Now we have our push it matchup. <laughs> that, I mean, you can't say that. Words I thought I would never hear on bacon cell. <laughs> uh, starting with garbage. Shirley. I love you, Shirley. Push it. I also don't know garbage so well, but I do know this song. And I like this song. Okay. Versus uh, <laughs> Push It by Salt and Pepper. Real good. Oh, baby, baby. I never realized how repetitive that song was until listening to it on our playlist, on our Spotify playlist. I'm and so like glad a refreshing we drink. Salt and Pepper. Mm. 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 Push it. Mm. Right? Uh, fun There's fact. three members of that band. Push Zach, it real fun good. fact for you, Zach. Yeah. Uh, Garbage's version of Push It contains a quotation of Beach Boys' Don't Worry Baby, which yeah. I know you enjoy. Don't worry, baby. And they, were, they were worried about, are we going to get in trouble for using this? So they talked to Brian Wilson. He loved it. He said, that sounds great. I gave yeah. him a blessing. He's like, you guys are weird enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and true. then Salt and Pepper. this is a weird fact. This song was popular in its day, and then it re-entered the charts after the group performed the track at Nelson Mandela's 70th birthday concert. <laughs> what? What? Can you imagine <laughs> hold on, hold on, any 70-year-old Nel- getting this? Mandela's like, Wait, can Nelson I join? Mandela. Nelson me- Mandela sitting there in the crowd like, I want a Dimmerman's thing. Shoop. <laughs> I want to shoop. Can I join? Call me Paprika. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and fun fact about the song Push It is that it came out and Thanks. did fine. And then they remixed it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a mix it remix by a San Francisco DJ and another producer. And that is the radio hit that you know and love is this oh, remixed okay. version of it. That's the popular one. The, in fact, the original Hot, Cool, and Vicious album did not contain Push It, but when it became a radio, radio hit, they reissued the album with the remix in there. Wow. So I just feel like the garbage one is a little too underground. It, it, it is. It is, but the video itself made an impact. Yeah. This was back in the box days. Sure. It I was nominated, nominated for eight. Yeah. Oh, thank sorry, you. I totally talked to Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, no, it, it was a great video and it put them Were on the map. Were you guys just nice? That was weird. I, I talked <laughs> yeah, so, no, way first, too much. Joel, uh, you got this. Oh, no, you Can first, we kick yes. Zach off the show since he hasn't heard any 90s bands? Uh, Kent, you're off the show. Wait, I, I, <clears throat> no one's on the show now. Sorry, I wasn't listening to Grunge when I was six. <laughs> You're listening to Leanne Rhymes. You're crushing on Leanne. But yeah, we a little, a, a little uh, happy connection here. Uh, coincidence, I guess. Sure. Is that uh, Push It by Garbage uses Don't Worry Baby yeah. by uh, the Beach Boys. That's great. And then Salt and Peppa uses a quotes a line from You Really Got Me by the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Girl, boy, you really got me going. You got me so. I don't know what I'm oh, doing. Oh, wow. Push It by Salt and Pepper. Salt and pepper. Push it by salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper, salt and pepper wrote a song. Oh, white am, oh, white am I? <laughs> salt and pepper. Tell me more about this salt and pepper man. Salt and pepper. <laughs> it, it, it made them the first female rap act to go gold or platinum. So this was, it made a big impact. Which song do I prefer? Well, Probably sure, garbage. Push it by garbage. Which song do I think the default should be? If you say push it, and you ask the Alexa or, or Google Home to play it, and it's it gonna, should in be a British voice. It's like, going to be salt. Oh, salt and pepper? <laughs> pepper? Uh, now playing salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it would do. So uh, we are in agreement that yes, salt and pepper are. wins. Now we have our Shape of My Heart matchup featuring the Backstreet Boys. Back on the things I've done I was trying to get 
trying to be someone. I'm going to pull a Zach here. What? I got nothing on this one. Really? No, you know, well, yeah. don't know it. So here's the thing. This I was, was listening to boy bands when you were listening to grunge. I was in Portugal at this time. This was wow. BSB. Yeah, and we're going to call them BSB. What? When they were trying to mature. Because NSYNC was still doing their pop stuff and Backstreet Boys was like... I love how you just give it a good list. Mm. Every time. Mm-sync. It's not even a sound. It's like salt. Mm, papa. They did say that this salt was supposed to be quote. salt and in sync. <laughs> <laughs> they said this song was, quote, supposed to be the sound of a boy band becoming a group of men. Yes, precisely. We're becoming a group of if men. If they were really going to do that, you should have their voice cracks, mi- voice crack midway through. What's the other song? We haven't even got the other song, Zach. Versus Sting. <laughs> I know that diamonds need money for Only this Only another Zach art. here. No, I got that's not the shape of my heart. Uh, the song is beautiful. Well, oh, isn't that the song from Emperor's New Groove? It's not. What? It's not. It's no. It's what? my funny friend and me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not. Uh, I don't like Sting's solo career. What? Fields I, of Gold? Nope. If I ever lose my faith in you? Nope. Give me the police all day. Don't like Sting's whoop, solo whoop. stuff. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joel. You're welcome. <laughs> We're so white. Salt and pepper and whoop whoop. We, That's the sound we, of the police. Um, we apologize for this episode in general. <laughs> yes. I don't. All right. So you guys, Joel, you don't really know either song. Neither one of these songs has a strong emotional connection. So, so for I, you, I am does, open to hear your guys' arguments. So for you, like, is it more like chart-worthy presence or is it like Sting versus Backstreet Boys? Because Backstreet Boys did chart with this song. It's number eight. Shape of My Heart did not chart at all, but no. now has become one of his most well-known songs. Well, in fact, there were two other singles on the album, If I Lose My Faith in You and Fields yeah. of Gold, that I think, I, I know this one's much better. Right. So I don't know. Do you think it's a pretty part. song, though? Yeah. A little sleepy? Uh, these are both fine. The Shape of My Heart by Sting was used in the end credits of Leon the Professional. Which is weird yeah. in context. Yeah. I mean, the movie's uh, the weird whole in context. context. It's not <laughs> that weird, yeah. <laughs> but tell me, gentlemen, what are you voting for? Because I can go for either me, way. I, it's, we're going with the popular choice here. This is the more popular song from the pop band, right? The it's the Backstreet Boys. It's here. the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, it has to be. Then I, I like Sting agree. more as a performer, obviously, but they did chart with the song. So, okay. all right, Backstreet Boys wins. All right, now we are to our final matchup, and fitting with the theme of the show, we're going to have our final group of more than two. <laughs> Wait, five? Less than five. Duos less and trios. Than, I'd even say less than four. Between two and four are, are tr- triple three. At trick. Three, three. There's three songs that have the same title here. Uh, we have Stronger featuring Britney Spears. Stronger than yesterday. Now it is nothing my loneliness, loneliness ain't killing me. You guys are both no putting your more. hand to your ear. <laughs> I, 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 I cut the song stronger. off. Wait, ah, uh, this thing. <laughs> Kanye West. Oh, wait a minute. Isn't this death punk? Stop talking over the good song, Kanye. Those. <laughs> no slows. Versus Stronger, What Doesn't Kill You by Kelly Clarkson. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little taller. Why is Joel roping a bull right now? (laughs) You're roping a bull over there. I was dancing. Were you holding one of those tubes that goes, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. So you got Britney Spears' uh, song came out in 2000. Kanye West came out in 2007. Kelly Clarkson came out in 2012. 
They uh, Kanye West and Kelly Clarkson peaked at number one on the Hot Billboard Hot 100. Britney Spears only reached number 11 with hers, with her stronger. Although it does feel like Kelly Clarkson's cheating a little bit with uh, having the parenthetical there of what doesn't kill you. Oh, that helps, actually. A little bit. So uh, Kanye West has sold more with this song. They sold 5 million copies, which is crazy. But I think it's not without the help of Daft Punk because that Daft Punk song is so great. Uh, I think Britney Spears actually is held back because this was early Britney Spears. She hadn't... I mean, there was Hit Me Baby One More Time. This is Duke's Take It Again. Yeah. This is the second album. Okay, but here's the thing. I, I know... That this Britney Spears song came on Hit Clips. Y'all remember this? No. Is that, a, get him at is like that McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, that's where I get my haircut. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was an they hit you and bitty, cut your hair at the same yeah. time. <laughs> it was an itty bitty, like teeny tiny tape, like less than an oh, inch by yeah. inch that you put in, and it played maybe 15 seconds of this song. You could get them at like McDonald's. They had NSYNC and Britney Spears. This sounds like a Zach story. Teeny <laughs> tiny little things. <laughs> That played. You made that image stronger, <laughs> and so I, I, I didn't ever have one, but I uh, had a friend who did, and I'm, that sounds like a lie. But you could just was this play friend it. Canadian, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could just play, and it was like 15 seconds of the chorus, and that's all. I'm like, yeah, we're listening to music portable, yo, and it was, it was just the worst. But um, I, I remember but you have good memories. That. Yeah, it was fun. If, if, if I may go, I. I'm immediately discounting Kanye West because I, I see no talent in his songs in I general. I like this song. But I will say to Kanye's credit, you will never hear me say to Kanye's credit usually, mm-hmm. but I will say to Kanye's credit, he said once he believes uh, Stronger is a great song, but it does not compare to the original that he sampled of Harder, Faster, Better. Really? Song. Yeah, he said that. I feel like his vocals are fine. I think this is a very accessible Kanye song. And in the right context, like well, this plays during a football game yeah, or something it's like that. Yeah, like, the most yeah, popular. This is fun. I am also going to get rid of Britney Spears. Because it's a little insight into um, after all she's been through. Yeah, in, bad in, timing, Joel. Into how I do my research. Uh, when I'm researching each one of these songs, I have the song playing on a loop in the background. And I don't know if it was because it was playing too long or if just, I don't know what, but I got tired of the song very quickly. And so I went, okay, I, I don't want to listen to that song anymore. And in fact, when it came on another time, I was like, no, I don't want to hear that. But then Kelly Clarkson came on, and I was singing full volume, doing my, my rope and cowboy hand, <laughs> singing this song, because it is such a powerful chorus. Like, it comes in, and you just want to sing along with it. I think when you say, Echo, play stronger, it should play Kelly Clarkson. But it would say, did you mean stronger, What Doesn't Kill You by Kelly Clarkson? What was that, salt and pepper? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have an accent? So Alexa speaks now. Ah. Okay, I'm going to go with Britney Spears. It's perfectly early Britney Spears, and it's so fun. It's catchy. I do think the other one's more of a powerhouse, but I think Alexa would probably play Britney Spears. Comes down to you, Zach. Uh, I think my brain goes to the Britney Spears version, but, but. going with the logic of, of what's maybe more popular, what's Which do we have the most fun still just more, now Still more popular? Do you still feel like Kelly Clarkson is relevant in any way? No, but I do. Except for like 11 a.m. Every once in a while. Since Gone comes on, I'm singing along. Stronger comes on, I'm singing every, along. Every once in a while. She, a moment like this, I'm weeping openly. <laughs> she puts out songs that stick. She really right. has. And this is one of them. Best thing to come out of American Idol? Kelly uh, Clarkson? Yeah. Uh, from Justin to Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Justin yeah. Guarini is a little sweet on Dr. Pepper commercials. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. that's fun. Uh, side, Carrie Underwood? Side joke? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yes. Uh, and as much as I have positive memories with the Britney Spears song, it is just, it's a lower tier Britney Spears song that is more forgettable. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with Kelly Clarkson. All right. Kelly Clarkson yes. wins. All right. And that's it. We're done. Okay.
Yeah, that's what we had for you. So let us know. We found so many new songs for this sequel of Twinner Winner, and we know there are more songs out there. Now, like I said, don't go digging in Ken's basement for that vinyl track, the last <laughs> the last track on the vinyl record of the album no one's ever heard. Better songs. Look for hits. And if we have not talked about them on the past show of Twinner Winner or this show, let us know. We may include them on a future show yep. if, we, if we do another Twinner Winner song titles edition. Yep. So let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter. We want to hear from you. Before we go, we want to thank our patrons in a couple of special categories, including the I Am The Listener tier, which features Ryan Marley, Lady Terry A. Finley, Sean Sanquist, Alicia Bass, Brayden Winterton, Chris Drought, Jennifer Kiokowski, Scott Sprague, Adam and Rachel Crump, Sir and Madam Hicks, Glowclan Daniel, Rocky and Steph, Johnny English the Brick, Andrew in the Dark, Shannon West, Allison Gall, Debbie Foster, Casey Cummings, Jake the Cooler King Swallow, and Fat Max. Then we have our Bacon Council, which features the one, the only, Chris Anderson, Nicole sitting in the Sin Bin Hale, Stephen Ross, Bacon Council member Kyler, our favorite couple, the Madsons, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Beaker, and Pants. 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 Thank you for Thanks, being patrons. patrons. Thank you, patrons, for keeping the lights on here in the Bacon Cave. And thank you, listener, for spreading the good word of Bacon Cell and telling your friends and family about Bacon Cell, especially when they go on road trips. That seems to be the, that seems to be the gateway to Bacon yeah, Cell. I think so, too. Is how people listen you to You must listen to this. Because you can listen to it with your kids in the car. Mostly. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews at Showtime Showdown. Dot com. I'm just going to crack my knuckles here and say I'm back. Yay, Thanks. welcome Yay. back. Thanks for trying to do this last we week. We talked Kent. about mugs. <laughs> we did. I appreciate it. I appreciate that you pointed out that I talk about a random thing. <laughs> if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on your social media. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and then swing by at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, swing by tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale, where you can become a billboard of Bacon Sale by getting yourself a shirt or, wait for it, a phone case. Oh, mixing it up. Tpublic.com slash Bacon Sale. And if you like what's going on here, you like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Bacon Sale, where support starts at just $3 a month. You can see all sorts of fun behind-the-scenes content, some video reviews, uh, and then, of course, our mostly weekly Pacon bits, which yeah. if you go to patreon.com right now, even if you are not a member, you have access to our very most recent Pacon bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the randomness. It's random. <laughs> Patreon.com slash bacon sale. But until next time. Mm. I don't know if this is okay. family friendly or not. <laughs> but that's actually, you bring that up because Marky Mark has a third nipple. Yes. But I do sing that. Feel it. Feel it. Feel the third nipple. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't like this music, but like I like her though. I was seven. I have a natural that. high right now. <laughs> he ain't heavy. He's Rod Stewart. Oh, Makes totally. me want a sword fight, so it wins for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kent. I forgive you. You look, you look pretty. Cool. This is my shirt. Clean up. Clean up. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell by whiteness of my skin. I didn't really listen to Tupac. Uh, skater not. boy called. Okay. He said, see you later, boy. Aww, Here. Thank you. Family friendly. <laughs> Uh, Joel's playing arcades again. See, I'm back on Elder Hilton. Stop! Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> and this I'm is apostasy. I did go through a Red Hot Chili Peppers phase, but then I, you know, grew up from being 15, and so. Hey, Alexa, play a song that mentions the title 144 <laughs> times. We're appealing to you, kids. Now, Di- oh. hello, fellow kids. <laughs> we- We're hip.
<laughs> yeah, with Tayo Cruz from 2010. Hey, <laughs> so Zach, he's Canadian. Los Brian Logan Adams, boys. yeah. Well, that changes everything. <laughs> so, so when there are four children all born at the same time, what do they call them, Zach? Stress. No, this is twin twins. We're Vampire Weekend. We gotta get jobs. <laughs> oh, man. You thought your job was blood sucking. <laughs> I wanna, watch I wanna listen to Blue. What's this guy with glasses? Zach, what are you watching, Dancer? No, don't come down. I'm not watching Leanne Rives on Disney Channel. It's Weezer. It's Weezer. Why don't you marry it? Uh, I can't fill you there. I can, though. Almost quadruplets. It's one. So, wait, it's three? Oh, one. <laughs> I pick you two every time. Uh -huh. yes, yes, please. Joel, where were you in 1997 when you had dating? More. <laughs> That's rude. That felt like a personal jam. I didn't jam. say you weren't. Uh Bamboo wise guys, <laughs> waffle down. <laughs> it's a thruple of songs. Thruple? Oh, please, please, I don't like that connotation. <laughs> no. Sorry, I wasn't listening to grunge when I was six. <laughs> You're listening to Leanne Rhymes. You're crushing on Leanne. But yeah, we think so. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> Salt and pepper. <laughs> Salt <laughs> so white. so Homie. <laughs> 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 